You do it live. You do it live. You do it live. You do it live. Please, won't you be my neighbor, neighbor and friend? Hello, everybody. It's a packed room. It's so nice. I'm going to stand right here and look at you. I like your tie. Welcome to the show. Welcome to You, Me, Them, everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. I didn't prepare anything. Let's see how this goes. It's someone's birthday. Who, what's her name? Mari. Okay. This gentleman goes, you got to wish Mari a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Can we move on, Mari? Is that enough? You're 22. You think you deserve a happy birthday and a microphone? No? Enjoy your Stella Artois. It's a good beer. The beer for people with big noses, Stella Artois. Let's see if anyone understands. Some One person understood that reference. The pianist understood that reference. That makes it easier for you to figure out. Oscar winner, Adrian Brody, everybody. Adrian Brody's here tonight. I want to give a big shout-out to Adrian Brody. It's nice to see him again. It's really fun to work with directors that fuck 13-year-olds and then just pretend it didn't happen. No one knows what I'm talking about, and I'll move on. Welcome to the show. We got a really nice write-up in the Washington City paper today. They said really nice things about us. It's it's really nice. What did they say? Let's go over that with the fine-tooth comb. They said, I'm okay. And there's really nothing else going on, so they gave me a lot of praise. No, 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 there is a lot going on. I'm very, very busy right now. I'm working in this art gallery. It's fun to work with artists. Artists are a very odd group of people. It's great. People are like, what's your, how do you pick your art? It's like, well, I like it. Well, what does that mean? It's like, I, I don't know what that means. No, it, it's bullshit. This whole thing is absolute bullshit. It's art. You know that, right? Like, why does that cost $4,000? No fucking reason. That's why. Fuck off. You buy the art now. It's fucking great. No, and here's my one criteria of picking artists, and this is also how I book the show. If you smell bad, I'm not booking you again. I don't know why it's important for me to use deodorant, but it is. Maybe it's because I'm slightly overweight and I need to use deodorant. I think it's somewhat mandatory for people to use deodorant. And I don't think that's a good way, good philosophy in life. Smell good? That's insane. You could smell bad and be a, a cool dude. A guy that I knew smelled good, though I never met him in person was Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers probably smelled like maybe ivory, very vanilla, boring soap. I've been thinking a lot about Mr. Rogers because he's my favorite. He's my absolute favorite in life and hopefully not in death because he did pass and that made me sad. And the day he died, I went on YouTube and I watched the video where he tours the crayon factory and I cried. And that's not a joke. That's just what happened. I kind of dressed like Mr. Rogers today. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, so we're going to figure it out figuring out together. This is a shared experience, man. If I had a notepad in front of me, they'd call it art. You know, that's the kind of show we're doing tonight. So Mr. Rogers is my favorite. He taught us a lot of lessons in life. Mr. Rogers is the solution to everything. I get home from a long day of work, and my girlfriend got home from a long day of work. What are we going to watch on Netflix? And she puts on a, yet another documentary about war. And that's awful. And then I realize there is a solution. There is a very obvious and clear solution, and that's a very... It might cost a lot of money, but I think it's the worst of the investment. We need a cyborg Mr. Rogers Army. It's very, very simple, ladies and gentlemen. Everything looks like T-1000s, but they wear cardigan sweaters, and they just take bullets. They just take bullets. We just drop off Mr. Rogers, and they give out care packages, and you put them in loafers, and then once they land in the loafers, they change out of the loafers, and they put on very comfortable, sensible sneakers... 
take off suit coats, put on cardigan sweaters, and just give out gifts. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, what we will try to do tonight. We will try to put on our cardigan sweaters and give out gifts. We have an absolute fantastic show tonight, and I'm so happy they're here because I've never seen them in person, probably like most of you listening at home. Uh, Meg and Chris from Two Birds, One Blog are here. That's right. I know. We have one of the funniest people in D.C., and I, I don't want to call him a man because he's 18 years old. He's literally 18 years old. He makes me feel so sad about not being as funny as him. Brandon Wardell is here. Please put your hands together for Brandon Wardell. And closing the show will be really, really great. Washington, D.C.-based music from the Junior League Band. So without further ado, everybody, Ian Walters, everybody. Ian Walters. Thanks for doing that, Ian. Ian, um, Ian was not here last week. Last week we had a different uh, musical house band, and that was Nathan, and he did a fantastic job. And I didn't think, the first thing I said when I saw Ian tonight is, I really missed you. I say that to myself about you even when I don't miss shows. That's nice. Um, are we falling in love? Go. I don't, I don't know how to play that song. Is that a song? I don't are know. we falling in love, comma, go? It seemed like you were making a request. How has your uh, week been? I haven't seen you in two weeks. What have you been up to? It was good. I actually, uh, you mentioned Mr. Rogers at the Crayola Factory. I actually played some shows up in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Oh, you did? Yeah, with the Crayola Factory. How was that? Did you take a tour? Well, my girlfriend went and took the tour and picked up some uh, hair extensions that are official Crayola colors from the, from the gift shop. There. Do they look good? They're hot. They're hot. They look like uh, Christina you, Aguilera or pink or something. Do you have a thing for underage girls? <laughs> well, I, I, I love her, her little sisters, but not in that way that you're, you're envisioning. Do you want to keep going with this thread, or will it get you in trouble? So I think it might get you in trouble. It might get me in trouble. So let's bring on the people that all of you are here for. Uh, coming to the stage, or what we call a stage, um, very uh, successful bloggers, and that is a possibility, and I didn't realize that that was possible. Please put your hands together, everybody, for Megan Chris. Megan Chris. <laughs> How are you two doing? Fantastic. Excellent. Thank you. Thank Excellent you for having and us. thank you. Those are very good answers. Excellent and thank you. Well, so far, so good. You do a blog. We do a blog. And based on that blog, you got a book deal. <laughs> yes. We did indeed. How did that happen? Well, I put a pair of garters on Chris. and uh, As Meg was saying, she put a pair of garters on Fantastic. Me. That's a good uh, co-blogger. It's hard to make sexual jokes about you without being amplified. Okay, hold on a second. I'm homely, I'm loud, and I got a drinking problem. Are you... What, when you say drinking problem, what does that entail? Like, how... What do you drink? What's your drink My, of choice? Oof. Alcohol. Alcohol. Nail polish remover. Nail, Meg, you're a fan of nail polish remover. If, if it hurts... And how. It and counts. How. <laughs> so you started this blog. Yes. Why did you start the blog? 
I started the blog in 2007 with a friend from college. We were graduating. And we just started it as a way to keep in touch. She was moving to Washington State. Do you still talk to her? Um, We do still talk. She G-chatted me tonight. Aw, what did she say? She said, you're amazing. Good luck tonight. How does it feel to have supportive friends? Oh my god, it's beautiful. Let's give it up for that table right there. I know. All of them. You brought a lot of people here, by the way. We put asses in seats, sir. All of these people know what you look like. Yes. No. Okay. You, uh, can I just bring something up? Yeah, this please. is like the sixth time tonight you've harped on. It's the second. Uh, <laughs> different counting scales. Potato, but, uh, potato. The, the 142nd time <laughs> that you've brought up that we're now in person. People can see us. And he is blinded by you, our beauty. You're a little bit in love with us, aren't you? I am. I read your You're blog. a little taken aback. I've gone to work late because of your blog. You read our... Oh, sugar. Aww. <laughs> you said, this is not the blog of an a- a- attractive group of people. Oh, shut up. And then you met us and said, well, my God. Oh. These kids got buck teeth and a lazy eye, but they're funny. We're into them. <laughs> Where do you think I'm from with that accent? <laughs> that's actually his accent. That's your accent. Where Th- that's are you from? Texas. Do you miss Texas? <laughs> Badly. You- really? Yes. Why? Where in Texas are you from? Uh, I grew up in Temple, which is a hospital and plastics factory town about an hour north of Austin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It has more doctors per capita than any other town in the country. It does. So if you break yourself... Is that needed because it's a plastic factory as well? Ooh, probably. (laughs) Okay, so you started the blog, Meg. Yeah, we just started it as a way to keep in touch, like like most blogs. And then how did you bring Chris into the fray? Well, I had a series of co-bloggers that quit on me. and uh, Fourth time's the charm. Fourth time's the charm is That's what we're working funny. with right now. Uh, decided to bring Chris in. He's, uh, he's a funny kid. Dresses moderately well. I thought, let's give him a shot. Yeah, let's cover the dress right now. It is You do dress moderately well. It, for those you. of you at home, he's wearing a, a modest argyle sweater. A cardigan. Uh, a, a cardigan, a vest, if a you will. A cardi. A crisp button up. Or it's a jeans. vest, actually. Have Look you ever done Chris. a talk show in a bar before? Um, no, this is a first. Isn't it? I've done a lot of other things in a bar. What have you done in a bar? Uh, I kind of meant that to just pass as a quiet blowjob joke. I didn't really have a backup. Is plan. there such a thing as a quiet blowjob joke? Apparently not. <laughs> What do you think, why do you think you two are successful and others aren't? Shit if we know. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a question we ask ourselves every morning, we pa- think. Part of it is persistence. We haven't given up. Like, Meg's been doing it for four years and I've been doing it for damn near one. Yeah. And a, a lot of people, they don't get feedback or they get negative feedback. Yeah. And that... They don't take it constructively, and they give up. Do you, been, fe- do you feel like the people in this room know you better than you know any of them? Because I f- kind of feel that way. <laughs> you probably have no idea who I am, but I kind of feel like I know you do two. Do you? That's, that's bizarre. We don't really... I don't know. I never really thought about it like that. You... The writing style is very open and self-deprecating and biting in a good it way. Is, it is. It is. Well, I think that people respect honesty. So I feel like if you... I don't know, if you just 
shamelessly put out a good old-fashioned diarrhea joke. Yeah, like you did two days ago or uh, today? Today, yesterday, today. two days ago, yeah. later tonight. People <laughs> will respect and stick with you. So the key from blog to book is good diarrhea joke. Good diarrhea joke. On jokes. a good and consistent diarrhea joke. And jokes. being surprisingly attractive in person. Of course, of course, of course. Why, why... See, now I feel like I can't ask you anything about the, the not showing the photos on the blogs. Because you're a little bit in love with us. I understand. I know. You keep bringing it up now. You it's keep bringing it up. It's 140 it's seconds you brought it up. It's what? It's going to build. You're going to love us even more. I read the Haven't blog. I've us. gone to work late because of the blog. Did you think you were going to get a book deal out of this, though? I really hope so. But Did you really? Well, I mean... We we I, I think I started it thinking like, oh, this could be something pretty cool and we'll do it. And then like around year two and a half in, it was just sort of like, I drink nail polish remover literally every night and this is getting a little bit fucking crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, like kind of right as we were about to, or at least I was kind of giving up hope, it, we got that email. It was pretty exciting. Yeah. Speaking solely for myself, I when Meg told me she was interested in having me ride it with her, I hitched my wagon to her star really because she is hilarious oh, and i was like if someone's gonna help me build a career being funny it's meg do you two have any interest in stand-up personally i think i'm far too awkward to do stand-up comedy i feel like if i had a rough crowd i would throw a microphone in someone's face and run out crying like it's prom night. But, but then you would write about that and people would enjoy that. I would. And then even better if I got diarrhea at the yeah, end of that yeah, 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 yeah. Then I'd get my second book deal. But we, um, we found a way to rise from any ashes, really. No, but Shit, I think... Shitting yourself on stage? I'll be a post. Stand-up comedy is an entirely different game from of course. writing. And well, yeah. I don't know. I think... I think... It just takes a different kind of personality, and we were actually talking about this on the way here. I don't, I don't really know if I have it personally. I'm a little, I don't know. I'm not that ballsy. I don't think it takes some fucking nerve to do stand-up comedy. Do you think that you would be doing this if you had to read it out loud every post? Like, if you had to present this every time you wrote, like, I know I'm going to read this in front sort of people. Sort of like slam poetry style. But good. But good. Yeah. But good. Well, every Wednesday you can catch me on Busboys and Poets. Um, so there's that's that show. That's a local show. joke, everybody. That's a, that's a local show I got going on here. Uh, I don't know. I don't... I, sometimes I think about it. Sometimes I think, like, it would be cool to do stand-up, but... It really is just a, a different way to write as yeah. well. I feel like most of the writing we do is just literally kind of free form, flow of conscious. How much editing do you guys do? A fair amount, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah it, it takes a while. It takes a long time to write a blog post. I think longer than people think because... Well, and the ones we write together are always stronger because we can, we can play off each other. We can say this works and this doesn't. Okay. And we're good. At, we're good at editing one another. I think. What's the <laughs> badass? Badass <laughs> shit. Yes. How is the book going to be different than the blog? Why should people buy the book? Because it's fucking hilarious. We it, got that though. But the blog is fucking hilarious. The, it's less. Um, I would just say it's it's overall a little less like the hilarious hijinks of every day, and a little more structured. Um, well, what it actually is is it's sort of like a tongue in cheek guide to life for um, misanthropes okay. which I awkwardly have a very difficult time saying that it's word. It's not an easy word. So when we, were, when we were doing the prep for it I actually had to say Mizzies every time instead of misanthropes. M-I-Z-Z-Y? M-I-S-S-Y? Mizzies, yes. So 
it's hard not to let that slip over in conversations with the editor when you're like, and then the Missy says this, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I just can't say the title of our. So book. that's going to be the second title, second book. Then the, the Missy said this is why I can't say Missy's the Meg McBlogger story. <laughs> the Meg McBlogger story, a story in two acts. What about you, Chris? Well, how is the book going to be different? This this sounds kind of like a cheat, but it just is. The blog is very, as we're living life, this struck me as funny today, this funny thing happened to me today, I had diarrhea today, whereas the book is, like, edited, sharper, it gives us a chance to put in jokes that don't fit in the blog. It's clearly our voice, but it's from a different perspective. We're looking at... It's more structured, I think, overall. It, it is it's more, problem solution, problem solution, okay. as opposed it, to it's it's more structured, and I think we're about. we're looking at a a longer term. Like the blog is very like as we go. This is funny to me today. Yeah, the book is more the the book is more concentrated, more edited. We've worked together on it, and it's. I think I think you see a chance of, I think. A long-term project is different than a short-term blog post. Of course, and I think it's a, I think it's just showing something else we can do. Yeah. We're what back. would you? What would you two be doing fifteen years ago? Like when we, we were kids. Well, no, like I, there are no blogs. Oh, what, I was what are like, you doing? Well, I was like, well, well, I, I was not eleven. Have any so friends. I'd be watching a lot of Roseanne. Weeping. Roseanne is. Um, I still. You'd be weaving in Roseanne. Roseanne is Weeping. on Netflix Instant Watch. I just want to yeah, throw that Roseanne's out there. Yeah, Roseanne's fantastic. And what do you think about the last season of Roseanne? Oh, it was bullshit. There not only was Dan dead, not a dead. part, but air quotes around dead for those of you at home. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we love a, a good old fashioned working collar family from. From the Illinois. Lanford. Lanford. Lan- Lanford Lunchbox. By the way, Lanford doesn't exist. It's very disappointing if you try to go visit Roseanne's home. But, but loose meat sandwiches and flannel shirts do. Loose meat? I what, feel like Lanford is loose, in all of us. What's loose meat? Loose meat It's not is, a patty. Well, isn't it like but, just ground chuck with like whatever Roseanne? Oh, no, I thought it was like, Sloppy Joe? No, because it doesn't have the tomato base of a Sloppy Joe. I swear to God, Chris is looking at me like I just said. Because I, I always thought it was pulled pork. No. Oh, Brandon, I thought it was just no. like at Subway where they've got like that meat loose and the little. That's just no, that's it's not a patty. No, loose meat is. Where's my sister? <laughs> she she has Meg's a really sister. What's loose meat? Thank you. Uh, we said three different things. Which no, one? she thinks that I'm right. Meg's right. Uh, okay. Shocker. Uh, it it is like a loose ground chuck situation. The difference between Sloppy Joe being it doesn't have like that sounds not good to eat. So 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 it's a low budget. Wait sloppy wait wait Joe. wait. Let's wait Becca's saying she thinks it's a Sloppy yes. Joe. Your sister thinks it's a Sloppy Joe, which is completely contradictory to your theory of loose meat sandwiches. Well, I mean, I think I told you I drink a lot of nail polish twice tonight, Brandon. I don't really know what to tell you. Let's call Judd Apatow, who used Just to write. Look for back Rosie. in my eyes now that we're in person. Just <laughs> stare back, sir. Okay, let's close this up. What's the goal for you two? The goal for us is... Keep writing. Keep writing. Honestly, that sounds so like free I, to be you and me. But no, that just sounds wanna, great. We just want to keep writing. I want, I want to make enough from writing projects that I can support, that we can support ourselves while we write. Yeah. I think if we could make money doing what we love, which is writing the blog and writing together, that would be the dream, and if I you think will. That is a very, very good dream. Uh, we're going to close this interview like we close every interview when I remember the book with a question <laughs> from the Kids Book of Questions by Gregory Stock, Ph.D. It's an awful, awful book. 
I'm going to ask you separate questions because I think that's oh, only shit. fair. I can. We Meg, were really stressed out about this. So I were you really? Yeah, so I was looking forward to leaning oh, on Do you want to do it together? No, no, do it separately. I like One a challenge. to 253. Pick a number. Uh, 69. 69. <laughs> How has that not been taken, by the way? Uh, 69. This is 69. This is the worst 69 I, question from a kid's book of questions. God damn it. Would you, like to, would you like your parents to touch, cuddle, and hug each other more or less than they do now? <laughs> Wait. What about having them touch and hug you more or less often? <laughs> From the kids' book of questions. Good God. I know. Well, our Chris, don't worry. This is her answer. <laughs> um, you know what? I think, I think my parents do all right as far as, far as touching and cuddling Good amount of each touching, other as, huggling, as it's going. Huggling. What if, do you want them? If you can see my expression right now, I'm just shaking my head slowly no. at Brandon. Very so, slowly. I didn't write this. I. Mm-hmm. You picked the number. I In did. a way, this is completely Go the 69 route. This truly is my fault. My parents touch each other enough. Thank you. And as far as touching me, um, I feel good with myself being in the district and them being in Maryland. That's enough touching going on right there. But they're not too far that if you want a good Should touch... Should I feel a good old-fashioned touch and want a loose meat sandwich? I can just hop on that metro. Your parents have loose meat sandwiches? How do you think Rebecca and I knew exactly what you were talking about? I just thought you were a big fan of Dan Connor. Here you go. That's for you to keep. Thanks, All right, sir. Chris. 1 to 253. 62. 62. Why 62? And, eh, 69 was number. taken. No good reason. If 69 is taken, it's that old Irish saying, you better pick 62. 62. When was the last time you told your parents you love them? That's a really boring one. I probably told my mother fairly recently. She's very emotionally demonstrative. Um, my, my father knows. There's, there doesn't need to be a lot of men having feelings in our conversation. Do you wish your father hugged and touched you more? <laughs> I do for we, myself. For Chris's dad, oh, that is. Megan. Just to clarify. <laughs> Megan, my, my my father and I do a side hug when we meet when we leave, and I think You're that's like bros. I think that's very important to us both. Um, Megan has been stalking my father for nigh on six months. I would like now. to point out that he's been stalking me right back. So wait, wait, wait. The interview just... was going to be over. <laughs> How Facebook? I get an email after email wait, whoa. after email. Personal from emails. Dad. Personal emails, I get late night calls, have I you get a, text messages. Have you actually gotten one? A late night call? Yeah. Of course I have. Could you pull up one of the text messages now? I mean, I think this is a Christian establishment. No, it's not. We're all atheists Continue. <sighs> She's pulling it up now, and it says... Oh, really? We're, Megan, doing, we're doing sight... It Megan, says, please. letter R, letter U, wet, question mark. And... Megan! <laughs> oh, Chris, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> It's more of a diarrhea inquiry. Um, I want to thank Megan and Chris. They were absolutely wonderful guys, and they brought some of the most beautiful people to the Looking Glass Lounge tonight. Thank you so much for having us. Plug, Thanks plug, a lot. Plug. It's time for plugs. Yes. Where the Byzantine's Guide to Life. Yep, it's going to be out in the fall, and in the meantime, you can check us out at twobirdsoneblog.com. Twobirdsoneblog.com, the only blog that makes me late for work. Not biz.org.com. Dot com. Not dot biz. Not dot co.uk. Or dot co. SL. 
This went downhill right it at the end. end. Didn't right didn't in time. So good. Right in Please time. Please put your hands together for Megan Chris. Stick around, everybody. <laughs> Oh, man, that was great. Here's the thing, everybody. Now you are legally obligated to stay and be very, very, very quiet and then laugh and laugh and laugh for our next comedian. Our first comedian. Coming to the stage, one of the funniest people in Washington, D.C. and the greater metro area. Please put your hands together for Brandon Wardell, everybody. Brandon Wardell. Wait, did it... Brandon, did you say uh, comedian? Did you say uh, I didn't think comedian was a gender. I thought it was gender neutral. No, it's a uh, it's comedian for the for the ladies. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was not a dig. I apologize. All right. Well, I forgive you. I and, could uh, have said joke teller, which is I, just weird. <laughs> now I guess I uh, I guess I'm supposed to acknowledge them. It doesn't matter. And, uh, <laughs> if you want to do your set facing me, that's completely fine. I, I, I I like the idea, but I I feel like alienating them would be a, a poor decision in the long run. You're correct. So yeah. You should so, probably stop doing that. There you go. Hello. Hey. Hey. Hi. Thanks. Uh, thanks for coming out. Um, I uh, I'm in high school, and uh, that's not a joke. That's true. Uh, and because of that, I meet a lot of people after shows that are like, hey, you should really talk about your age more or whatever. But uh, I'm not really comfortable with that, you know? Like, I don't like the idea of relying on a gimmick. I feel like that's hacky. And uh, I just want to avoid it, you know? I have artistic integrity, so I'm not going to, like, rely on my age for cheap laughs. Uh, anyway, homework's crazy, huh? <laughs> right? Huh? Come on. Huh? Hey. Right? Uh... I, uh, somebody, uh, somebody recently outside of my school, uh, spray painted the words no gay zone, uh, which was, which was really weird for my friend Eddie Gay Zone. (laughs) And, uh, anyway, that, uh, that same person, they also spray painted a giant dick right next to it. And I feel like that's really counterproductive for whatever message he's trying to send. I feel like America really needs to know where this guy stands on dicks. Um, I, uh, joke stealing is a big problem in comedy, and I think the person that gets the most shit for that is probably Carlos Mencia. Uh, but I feel like Mencia could really like improve his PR if he just marketed himself as a cover comedian. <laughs> like if he, just, if he just came out and was like, you might recognize this next joke from Bill Cosby himself. Here it is again with more yelling and homophobia. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming out to the tribute to stand-up comedy tour. Uh, I, a, lot of, uh, a lot of other new comics have, uh, have fan pages on Facebook to promote themselves, which is a little bit silly because there's nothing really to promote for them like, except open mics. So like, what they're basically saying is, uh, hey, if you've ever enjoyed seeing me in my basement, come see me in a different basement. If you've... Uh, <laughs> no. I was going to go further with that joke, but I decided against it, and I think that was wise. Um, I, uh, this is a hip, this is a hip crowd. This is a hip young crowd. Uh, I don't know, have, have you guys heard of that, uh, that band AIDS Unicorn? Are you familiar with this? Have you heard of Jay Retard and the Retards? Do you know about this? Guys, have you heard of that other 
Have you heard of that other band? Have you heard of that? No, I, I'm yeah. I I'm bailing on bits left and right tonight, you guys. This is. You're getting a solid C. You're getting my solid C game tonight. <laughs> um, guys, I I feel like I should try to relate to you. I feel like I should do some observational comedy. So uh, I'm I'm really bad at multitasking. Is anybody else really bad at multitasking? Because guys, guys, I'm the worst at multitasking. Like uh, like you know when you're like rubbing your stomach and you hit your head and you like mess up or whatever like. For me, like, uh, an example for me of how bad I, I am at multitasking is, uh, like, the other day, I was trying to uh, brush my teeth and take a shower at the same time, and I accidentally sucked my own dick. Isn't that the worst? Don't you hate that? Huh? Hey. I, uh, uh, my dad came to a show recently, and uh, he, saw, he saw me do that joke, and uh, the joke didn't go well, so it was, like, kind of awful. Because, like, not only was he seeing me do, like, this filthy dick joke, like, he was seeing me do, like, dick jokes that weren't well-received. So, like, and, like, and, like, shitty shows happen all the time. It's, like, it's, it's something that happens all the time, you know? But normally you don't have to live with the person that just saw you bomb. So that's, uh, that's sad. Um... I, uh, I've been volunteering at a sexual abuse hotline, ladies, and uh, something I've learned recently is a uh, molestation, mo problem. <laughs> I... The the uh, post joke walk was great for the podcast, right? They uh, they enjoy they enjoy that. It was uh, conveyed well. Uh, what what was that? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, what did you, what did you say, Brandon? I wasn't funny. Okay. Um, I uh, I didn't I didn't follow that joke with no pun intended because I feel like no pun intended is like the no homo of wordplay. <laughs> like. If you make a comment that could be misconstrued as gay, you know, some, some guy will be like, oh, you faggot. And, like, if you make a shitty pun, some guy will be like, oh, you faggot. And uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, I've been called a faggot a lot. So, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, I, uh, I was talking to my friend recently about this girl he's, like, really into. And uh, he hasn't talked to her, but uh, he's been on her Facebook page. And he noticed that they had some common interests. So he figured he was in, sex-wise. Which is, like, weird because, like, I they hear something I've never said. Oh, what's this? She likes Sufjan Stevens and anthropology? She's definitely down to fuck. Like, that's... <laughs> never happened, ever. That's not a thing that happens. I don't want to brag or anything, but I'm kind of a veteran of the internet, whatever. Uh, something I don't understand is, like, why people are still, like, shocked by dicks on chat roulette. I don't know why that still has shock value. <laughs> like, at this point, I expect to see, like, at least one dick whenever I'm online. And it's gotten to the point where, the, like, I've seen so many, like, disgusting things. I've just been desensitized to the point where, like, just a regular dick is comforting. So, like, <laughs> no, keep it up. Keep it up, chat roulette, guys. You're, uh... <laughs> 
This is uh, it's relaxing compared to what else is out there. Uh, all right. Uh, I, uh, mm, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, guys, I, I don't want to get too somber or anything, but, uh, I was recently at Walter Reed. I was performing for the troops and, uh, like, I, I, uh, I don't want, like, to change, like, the, the tone or whatever, but, uh, I really feel like we should all just take a moment and, uh, you know, just say thanks, um, to me for performing for the troops. Uh, I, I don't want to call myself a hero or anything, but, uh, look, I'm doing God's work. <laughs> All right, thanks. Please, please, please. Oh, yeah, please. interview time. Hey. You're, you're good. Thank you. That was good. What made you decide, I'm going to do stand-up comedy? Um, I, uh, how old were you when you started? Last year. So seventeen. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. Like I, I've always been like a huge comedy nerd. Um, who did you? Who have you been following since the ripe old age of what thirteen? <laughs> what? Um, I've always been a fan of uh, like Andy Kindler. When you say um, always, you mean like three years? Well, ago, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, like since sixth grade, I've been oh, okay. a big comedy nerd. Um. I, uh, you know, Kindler's great. Uh, you shouldn't be Tim this good this young. Um, oh, thank you. I, it's not it's, right. It's uh, That's nice of you. So you followed Andy um, Kindler at 12 years old. Uh, yeah, about that. I mean. You just opened for Andy Kindler. <laughs> uh, last week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your dreams are literally coming true. <laughs> I guess, yeah. You know I that's mean, not supposed I, to happen, right? Right. Okay. No, I, I'm sure I'll be bitter in, like, ten years. I'm sure I want to see you in ten... Someone says I, next year. I think you're right. I, I want to like, see you in ten years. Yeah. Because I really hope make you're this just happen. stealing Dane Cook's, like, four jokes that he hasn't stolen. Uh, that's... No, I... I will, like... Okay. Uh, I feel like the, the Dane Cook hate is, like, passe at this point. That... You're so young. Uh, I, like... I mean, did you did you listen to the? I heard uh, the Marin. You I heard know the what Marin. You're say. Yeah, I yeah. heard the Marin. No, I like I respect him a lot more after uh, after that interview. Actually, how is that different than the Carlos Mencia interview? Oh, the Carlos Mencia interview was like totally the the Mencia interview. I feel like he came off as like an insane person, like not insane to the extent that Gallagher was. No, in Gallagher his interview. interview was I love I that. Did anybody listen to the Gallagher interview? I, I, wait, That's, that was. Uh, I love that. Like during the podcast, we just talk about more famous podcasts. <laughs> Guarantee no new fans or no new listeners, but it's one of my favorite things to talk about. I I I, I don't think we're uh, winning over anybody in the back of the bar uh, by talking about. Uh, WTF with Mark Marin. So you're saying that the back of the bar, the people that come here wearing their uh, button-up shirts and their uh, clear white undershirts, because <laughs> everyone in Washington, D.C. has to wear an undershirt by law, 24-7, doesn't care about the old comedy scene from 20 years ago from L.A. I, and New I, York? I don't know. I, I don't thought, know. I thought like, this uh, was the place to do it. I, let's, see if, let's see if any of these guys post on a special thing. There it is. Let's, uh, God, we're so insider see, uh, right now. This is I. I'm pretty sure we're the only two people enjoying this conversation. I'm enjoying right it now. immensely. Um, Are any of your friends at school funny to you? Uh, I. I mean, I guess kind of. 
Do you like uh, anyone in your grade? Uh, I can't believe I just I, asked that. I, uh, hopefully that, well, I'm probably going to cut off a lot of ties, like, in June. I don't, uh, I don't want to talk to a lot of these people. Like everyone who graduates yeah, with you. I mean, I, I feel like, uh, I, I don't know. I, like. You don't sound like a high schooler. <laughs> oh, well, I, I appreciate that. That's, uh, <laughs> Are you going to go to prom? Uh, may, maybe. I, if you don't have a gig that night, will you go to prom? Yeah, sure. Okay. If you have a gig that night... Then I won't. <laughs> I love it! <laughs> God, you're so funny. I hate you. <laughs> you never had, like, a big family guy period, did you? Uh, no, I I will say, like... Uh, you're like, no, I just went straight to Tim and Eric. I went <laughs> to sophomore year of college. <laughs> um, no, I definitely... I, I think, like, uh, early... Like, late elementary school. I... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, late elementary school, I was, uh, I could, I, I was. Were you into born the with, like, guy. a Velvet Underground box set and, like, Richard <laughs> Pryor's first three albums on vinyl, like, in the womb with you? What the fuck? Uh, I mean, it was a slow evolution. Are you dating? Into, uh, Are you dating anyone? <laughs> Am I dating? You're 18, right? Uh, yes. Okay, are you dating anyone? No, I should be. No, you right? really... I don't... I, you should be dating, like, a 40-year-old burned-out like comic I, uh, that used to tour with Paula Poundstone. <laughs> like, you should not be dating. I mean, I... I feel like I have I have, I have a lot of appealing qualities that you, aren't... You're be, like, too, And... You're, like, the idea I, of... <laughs> you're, like, a mini Paul F. Tompkins without the, like... The failure. And I <laughs> wait, love whoa, hey. No, wait, what? let's be honest. I love Paul Tom because he's fucking I, brilliant. But look at what happened to Best Week Ever. It was on for years, and then yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, he's doing well for himself. No, I love Paul Tompkins, but I say in three years, you'll be making more dough than Paul Tompkins. Uh, I don't And I love I Paul Tompkins. It's not a knock. I, I saw one wanna, of his album recordings. I love yeah. Paul Tompkins. That's all I'm I, saying. I don't want to, like, make that prediction. Like, I don't want to You're say, even modest. Like, I mean, I, uh, thanks. I, Does I, anyone I hate I, you ever? Like, has anyone uh, been like, that guy's a dick? And oh, no, I'm, I'm sure. Like, I, I'm sure there are definitely people that Is there that anyone on the me. AST message um, board that's like, fuck this kid? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I don't think I, I'm acknowledged on the, the board. But, like, maybe I'm in, like, a couple threads for, like, show postings or whatever. But, like... What I, do your parents think of this? I I'm not totally sure. Like, do they know you're here tonight? <laughs> they they like support it kind of. Like, I'm not I'm not sure if they're if they're into it, <laughs> but they're like, okay, sure. Wait, wait, wait. When did you first get the internet? Birth? I uh, know. I um, not uh, like at a very young age. Like I, no one in here had the internet before the age of ten. The internet didn't exist for most people no, in I, here. I know it's at like, the age of ten. I think that's that's probably a bad thing. That for I, us or you? For me, that I've gotten the that I like. I don't know. I, th- it's I okay. <laughs> in ten years, yeah. When you have a show on Comedy Central, don't. I'm and now in ten years, I'm gonna like just <laughs> just fail completely because you said that. Yeah, just okay. I, uh, when that when you fail in ten years and you're a host on Comedy Central, could I have a job? I can I'm I have either. a job? Uh, in the in the like very unlikely scenario of me like making like any sort of money, money, sure, sure. Yes or no? Can I have a job? Yes. That's a legally binding podcast contract. 
The same way Chris hitched his wagon to Meg, I'm hitching my wagon to a guy with my same name, same initials, <laughs> ten years younger than me. I don't. I can't hate you. You're so good. Oh, thanks. Uh, like staring yeah, into the yeah. white nice. light of hope. Okay, we're gonna end this interview because now I have a job. With a question from the kids' book of questions by Gregory's. I think you should have done uh, more domain names at the end of the last interview. Fuck off. I, <laughs> no, I... Because I, I, the rule of eights wasn't working enough. I, Let's go to 16. On, I, like, I honestly would have enjoyed that. If you just stretched it out You loved coming way death do you? I do. Yeah, I can yeah, tell. Yeah, you yeah, and yeah. me, buddy. Like, yeah. God, I feel old. 1 to 253. Uh, what was that? Pick a number 1 to 253. Uh... Uh, one hundred and one. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> I approve. We're retiring the questions this year, so we rip them out, never to be asked again. One oh one. Are you more likely to hold back your tears when you feel like crying, <laughs> or to hold back your laughter when you see something funny? <laughs> Why? Um, Two I more uh, question. that's I certainly the tears. Uh, because that's, I'd say that's less like socially acceptable than uh, than bursting out in laughter, probably. Good answer. Where can people I've, find you online? Uh, oh, uh, follow me on Twitter, I guess. What's please? your Twitter handle? Uh, at Brandon Wardell. And, How do you spell uh, Wardell? W a r d e l l. Fantastic. Yeah, I have this like this monthly show at Velvet Lounge that I uh, co-run. Velvet Lounge is uh, one of the very few venues in DC that we approve of here at the Looking Glass Lounge. It's a great yeah, venue yeah, yeah. on 18th. Or no, I'm sorry, on uh, U and like 10th. Yeah, between 9th and yeah. 10th. It's a great place. What what uh, when is that show? It's uh, on the third Friday of every month. Third Friday of every month at the Velvet Lounge. Brandon Wardell, add him on Facebook. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, if it's legal. Ian, play him off. Put your hands together for Ian Walters. If you've never been to the show and you live relatively close to, to the area, you should really come because Ian does all the like hack 80s co-host stuff that I fucking love and no one else like really notices it but me and I fucking that's why every interview starts with like a little giggle from me. I love it so much. He's doing it now, yeah. The Paul Schrader that can't afford the blow that Paul Schrader does. Who am I speaking with? I'm speaking with two lovely ladies from Junior League Band. What are your names? My name is Lissy Rosemont. Lizzie? Lissy, yes. And it says, I'm yeah, there Sadie. You go. We have some, we have some sound. 
You two ladies are going to play some music. Yes, we are. You're going to play... Is it... People have been asking me, what do you guys sound like? I've been saying, like, country bluegrass, but it's more Americana. Yes. The, the full band, it's more like banjo rock and roll, if you will, but obviously tonight it's going to sound like stripped down, bluegrass, singer-songwriter, something. Um, yes, I agree with Lucy. It's fantastic. I love that this gentleman is taking photographs in the front row, and that's not a joke. I really do like it. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. I, I really enjoy the music. Uh... Liz, Lizzie or Lizzie? Lizzie, like sissy with an L. Like sissy with an L. Yeah. Lizzie. 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 You also release solo records. Yes, I do. How do you know what's a junior league band song and what's a solo band song? Honestly. That doesn't make sense. Or a solo artist song? A solo artist. You know, that's true. Honestly, I started doing the solo stuff just out of necessity. Um, the Birchmere Bookers asked if I would open for Roseanne Cash, and they didn't want anybody else. Um, they just wanted a... Sometimes, you know, if Roseanne's only playing with two people on stage, they don't want five folks opening for them. It's too okay. big of a sound to transition. So he said, you can, you can come. They've approved you to come. So You've got to figure out how to play by yourself. And I had needed something to sell, so I put together a little EP. So you only play solo because of Roseanne Cash? Well, I meant to do it at some point, but yeah, that That's was the That's a great reason to play solo. <laughs> That's probably the best reason to yes, play solo. I agree, I agree. You don't look like a cokehead. You look like a successful musician. <laughs> Roseanne Cash told me. That's a great, that's great lineage. Yes, thank you. Do you ever you. say that you're related to the Cash family? Um, I wish I could. No, I don't. Are you sure you're not related? I'm pretty, pretty damn sure, yes. Okay. Lissy is the daughter of a great blues guitarist, though. You're the, do- who, who, thank you, by the way, co-host, apparently. <laughs> Sadie knows Appreciate. how to work it. <laughs> Who's the great blues musician? My dad is a blues musician in Atlanta. His name is Hal Beaver and Black Grass with okay. the band. And uh, my family has a Fiddler's Festival in North Carolina. It's whoa, like- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Your family has a Fiddler's Festival. That's right. In North Carolina. Oldest in the country. Library of Congress recognized. Isn't that cool? Your parents like what you do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's insane. I know. Did you ever listen to ACDC? No. No, no. Doc Watson. <laughs> That's different. Doc Watson and gospel hymns in the house. So, And then a little bit of Outcast because, I mean, I grew up in Atlanta. Well, you grew up in the ATL. Oh, of she was on a Pussycat Dolls song. Oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Missy Elliott and Pussycat Dolls. They did like a really cheesy little track. What did you do on... Uh, she played banjo. Play your lick. Yeah, <laughs> let's play the lick. That, I'll hold the microphone. I'll hold it to the banjo. like four minutes straight and then they put this effect on it I played three notes and they, they put this effect on it so it sounds like a have a you tabla, ever but been, it's in the whole song it's kind have of have cool. you ever been paid more for a song no never exactly <laughs> and I still get royalties it's hilarious you son of a bitch that's I know. amazing it's not, I mean it's not crazy the first year was nice but the, the next few years it's just like a couple what's, hundred bucks what's your yearly musical income and social security number not telling fantastic <laughs> Is Washington, D.C. a good place for your type of music? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've been looking. You're in another band. Yeah. What's your other band? Um, my other band is called Drawbridges. The reason why I said that is Drawbridges is playing the show next week, everybody. <laughs> it's a plant. I haven't found much good Americana music in this city. Where oh. should I be looking? You Who should knows? check out These United States oh, yeah. is really good. I know These United States. Vandeveer, Short Stack. Wait, wait, what was the first one? Vandeveer. Vandeveer? Yeah. Are they DC? Yeah. Vandeveer, okay. He's it's making it really big in France, so he's been in like Paris a bunch. It's great. 
They've that's, gotten yeah, some great it's success. Awesome. Yeah, Short Stack is really good. Fantastic. Short Stack, who else? Give me one more. Um, I like Lightfoot. She's new. Lightfoot just played here. She's up and coming. She's got a nice little Americana folky yeah, sound going. But to me, that's more than just singer-songwriter. Good, straight up But good she probably music. didn't have her whole band. you got to give a girl credit, right? Th- it was a stripped-down three-piece set. I enjoyed it quite a bit. When she gets the whole crew together, they opened for us at the Rock and Roll Hotel last year, and it sounded really great. Where do you guys like, like to play six, out? Seven. Um, black in DC. Cat. Black Cat. Why the Black Cat? Because you just played the Black Cat like yeah. two weeks ago, yes, right? We did. You get yeah. half priced on the veggie um, nachos. <laughs> Wait, the band gets half priced veggie nachos? And yeah. That's or, shit. Or any like, of the food. It's no, good. That, no, that show is like a $12 ticket. They should be giving you that for free. They actually should. I'm, I'm more in agreement with Thank you. Thank you. you just the 930 go. Club gives you those cupcakes. You know, cupcakes. the cupcakes have the chocolate cupcakes enrobed in the chocolate. And th- they just give you those at 9.30. And other stuff, yeah, that's good. That's fun. Yeah. No, the Black Cat's just got so much history, and it's such an old establishment in D.C. It's hard to get into, too. So once you do get your foot in the door with the bookers, you feel like you've worked hard. They are not. They don't let everybody in, so yeah. you feel like, oh, it's very cool or something. But Unlike this show. <laughs> no, I have a very strict booking policy. Yeah, very, very specific. What made you want to start playing banjo? Or is that a really stupid question because of where you're from and your family? I can't tell. She should play fiddle. She's a she's a yeah, rebel. You do the fiddle festival. Yeah, I've started to play the fiddle. You but have. I'm not very good at it though. Okay. What about you? Why do you play the? F- is it the fiddle or the violin for you? Um, you know, I started out as a classical violinist my whole life, and then Lissy came to my apartment and enlisted me into her band. So now I say I play fiddle. Actually, Sadie interviewed me for the city paper, and then I found out she played the fiddle, and I said, could you come play this one song? I don't have a fiddle player. And so... When was this? 2007. Oh, wow. So you guys have been together for a while. Yeah. yeah. And you're... Do you like this, or do you like Drawbridges? Because do you write any of the songs <laughs> that you know? Like, no, let's be honest. The Junior League Band. This seems to be Lizzie's band. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely Lissy's vision. And that's um, awesome, and there's nothing wrong with that, but there's a reason why you're in Drawbridges. You know, Drawbridges is um, like a very, it's a, a little darker, it's a little rockier. Yeah. So that's why I like playing, I like both sides, I explore both sides of my personality, the happy side. It's beautiful, and, I'm, and for you, you get to play with <laughs> your solo stuff and the band stuff, so it's a nice, so you yeah. both have two bands essentially. Yes. And that works out well. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you online? Let's plug JuniorLeagueBand.com Fantastic. Okay, we're going to close this interview. Two separate questions from the Kids Book of Questions. So, they look, for the listener at home, they both look shocked. They've been here the whole night. You've seen me do this. I know, it's still scary. The 18-year-old knocked it out of the park. Come on. By the way, Brandon had to leave because he's not 21. He had to leave. As soon as the show ended, he had to no, leave. It was so it was so cute. Okay. He was cute. Uh, Little man. Who wants to go first? Two. Two, thank you. You know what's good about this? You had to rip out the page, so now it's going to be from three to 253. That's perfect. Sweet. Okay. Sadie. Yes. Do you think boys or girls have it easier? Do boys or girls have it easier? Um, yes, boys definitely have it easier. That's the right answer, Sadie. I'm fan. It's a great Wait, answer. And why? No, no, no. No, that was it. There's no follow-up. It's a one-point question. There you go. Okay. Lizzie. 17. 17. Why 17? Do you like the Green Day song, 17? I didn't even know about it. It's my birthday. Yeah, you wouldn't. Okay. It's your birthday tonight, or was yesterday? August 17th. Oh, August. That's a different month. We already picked out 17, so you get number 20. If you could choose any bedtime you wanted for the next year, what time would you pick? 
Um, I would say 11 o'clock. Why? Because all PM or AM? PM. Okay. Because all of the housewives and Andy Cohen's after show is done. So you're a fan of the housewives show? Oh, yes. For ironic purposes or? No, no, just I love them all. You know I don't like you as much now, right? <laughs> no, you got to get into them. No, I don't. Have you watched Have the you Atlanta Housewives? Have you seen Drag Housewives? Race? No. I've heard that's good. That's the best. Until you watch Drag Race, I will not watch <laughs> the Housewives show. Fair we enough. have a friend who has her own reality oh, yeah, television yeah. show. We have a friend. Well, do you want to meet her? I can What's bring her, her in. Name? Katie, Katie Balloons. Katie, what is her reality show? Unpoppables. She does balloon art. She makes like balloon dresses and balloon huge sculptures on TLC. It's on is she t- insane? Yes. Yes. No. Like a fun insane or like <laughs> you're going to die alone insane? Because they're different. Little column A, little column oh, B. Oh, that's sad. Okay, so on that awful, awful note, <laughs> Junior League Band's going to sit up and play. Please put your hands together for Junior League Band. Don't leave yet. They're going to play. Well, the sugar's in the shed, so you won't see me in that moonshine stripping off the mountain peak. And rise are as blue as the day is long, and this old crow's howling because the woman is gone. Grab your son, call the two. Woman don't care for me. She drove 90 miles an hour off the deep. Sitting here, lonesome, going out of my mind. See the whiskey, it'll cure you. Give it some time. Grab your woman and call your friend. Moonshine's pouring in. Party begins. Give me some sugar and hold me tight. The whiskey's out. Don't be a stranger So you won't need me in that moonshine stripping off the mountain peak. And rise are as blue as the day is long, and this old crow's howling because the woman is gone. Grab your fella and call the two. Step, sweethearts, howl at the moon. Give me some sugar and hold me tight. The whiskey's 
out, don't be a stranger tonight. Baby, the whiskey's out, don't be a stranger tonight. Come on, the whiskey's out, don't be a stranger tonight. Yeah! Really quick here. Um, if a woman ever says to you, the whiskey's out, don't be a stranger tonight, marry her! You're the smartest man in here, sir. All right, we're going to do a little bluegrass tune for you. This is called Old Joe Clark. to heaven where 
shall stay Down to that road in the sky My friends and family left me behind I was drinking too, but I heard it as a lullaby, so that's how we're gonna do it. <laughs> but it's a bar, so this is fitting. Feel, feel free to raise a drink to it.
Not for the parting of my sister Katie. It's not for the grief of my mother. It's not for the loss of my handsome Irish spouse. He said he'd be my That was uh, that was heartfelt. That was beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. So that's it. Let's let's do a summary of the show, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, let's go backwards. Junior League band. Uh, I know. Junior League bands. I, I've been playing rock and roll shows for, god damn, more than a decade. Junior League band is one of the reasons why I am no longer currently playing shows. Because I can't do anything nearly that beautiful or good. Just fucking great. Brandon Wardell, everybody. 18-year-old comic, Brandon Wardell. In a weird way, that's somewhat inspiring. And uh, the people that brought most of you here, Meg and Chris from Two Birds, Two Blog, One Blog, proving that it is possible to make money from a blog and not put it up your nose. It's just, it's just very, very inspiring. I want to thank each and every one of you. I really want to thank the Looking Glass Lounge. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's bring it back home. We're going to die. We're all going to die. You can't take the money with you, but you can give it to the bartender and make everyone's life a little bit better. Think of it as the united way for good. Thanks, everybody. I really love all of each and every one of you. Uh, let's do shots or something. <laughs>